What do you do when you know you need to hire in order to grow, but you're a little afraid of hiring and you're a little afraid of growing? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. We always have the real hard talks on this show, and I am proud to bring this discussion with you today. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting. And today's listener finds herself in a very familiar spot for a lot of business owners. I think that when a lot of business owners first start thinking about their business, so many of these business dreams start as side hustles. They start as something that you're doing on the side while you're doing your quote, end quote, real job. When your side hustle starts to develop legs and wings and takes off, it can be exhilarating and so exciting to see your dream come true. And there's this moment in time inevitably where business owners want to say, stop, stop right there and just frame the shot a little bit because they don't want anything else to change or anything else to shift or anything new to come up because A, it might all go away or B, the changes may change the heart and soul of the business and people start to freeze out of out of curiosity i think but also just out of fear and intimidation over everything that comes next that's where today's listener finds herself right on the cusp of everything that comes next and in order to grow and to be bigger and to make a greater impact and earn greater income, she has to step over the ledge and take her next leap. Let's see if I can get her there. So I'm going to read the letter and I'll find all of you on the other side. Heather, at the beginning of the year, I had grand plans for my business. I knew I needed to increase revenue to do so. I hired a business coach who has worked with me on scaling my offers. I see it all within my grasp. My coach has said that I would benefit from a project manager, someone who will, who will run the details so I can focus on the big picture. Heather, I haven't taken any action on this, even though it was the Q2 plan. I haven't done anything more than draft the job description. I've told a couple of people that it exists, but I haven't posted it yet. I'm having a crisis of confidence. I don't trust myself to manage a project manager. I've only worked with freelancers before. I'm not sure which decisions I empower someone else to make and which I'm supposed to make myself. I don't want to be a micromanager or a helicopter boss, but it has just been me for four years now. I'm so proud of myself and all of my business, but I am worried that I am unprepared for whatever happens next. I worry about my ability to lead. I worry about my ability to manage. I also worry that my business will need to cover the salary for this position, and that feels like pressure I'm simply not accustomed to. I did talk to my coach about this, and she assures me that it's just growing pains, and that all bosses go through this, and that it gets easier once I take action, but I am so very stuck. 
I'm not sure I know what comes next. I'm not sure I want what comes next. Rather, I'm really becoming afraid to want it. It feels like the fear of failure is everywhere all over again. I know enough now to know not to let it impact my business, but I can't wrap my head around all of the changes that are to come. My business has a real heart and a real spirit, and I'm so proud of it. I don't want to lose that as I expand. How do I think differently about all of this? Because I know I need to. Okay, sister. Woo! Deep breath, deep breath. Okay, we're going to talk this out and I am going to get you to the other side of this. I want to sort of correct something real quickly here. You are not afraid of failing. You are not actually afraid that your business is not going to support the salary, that you're not going to be able to do this. You are at that precipice I've talked about on the show before where success is really scary for you because it is calling you to do new things and to try new ways of moving through the world and running your business. And this is all intimidating. And the first thing that I want to tell you is that this is not a backward step. You are not heading in the wrong direction. And I don't even know that I would actually call this a mindset problem. I know that this is the kind of conversation I have regularly with clients who work with me. And this is the, you know, what we inevitably deal with. And obviously it falls under the mindset category to some extent, but it's also, I think when we call it a mindset problem, we, we stigmatize it just a bit, even though like people recognize that mindset is part of the business and it comes with the territory, I do think that there's this story that if people label it as a mindset problem, it means that you don't know something or you are not doing something that everybody else has the answer to. And what's actually have it, you know, happening for you here is you are having a perfectly normal reaction to a series of abnormal events. This isn't what your plan was. When you first started your business, you might have had some grand vision, but based on your letter, what I'm reading is that you never imagined that you would be running a business that would also involve supervising, hiring, managing, and holding accountability with team members. And now that you are at this precipice, you can't picture yourself doing it. And that's okay because you've never done it before. You're not supposed to picture yourself doing it. And it is okay to hesitate around it. And it's okay to stop. And a lot of times I think what ends up happening with business coaches is they know know what you need to do, right? They're looking at the numbers. They're holding your big picture. They're seeing your ROIs and your KPIs and all your other acronyms in your business. And they go, oh, you know what, Sally, in order to get where you want to go revenue wise, you're going to need to hire somebody. So just go and draft that job description, reach out to your network, see if anybody knows anybody, right? And there's that like just phrase, like all you have to do is this. So go and do it. And then when you trip up, and you stumble and you stop and you think about it, suddenly the stopping and thinking about it becomes a problem because you were given a direction and you haven't been able to follow through. But there's something missing in this conversation. At least it is in the way you wrote the letter that it can't just be, oh yeah, now's the time to go hire a full-time employee. Now's the time to get somebody on salary. No, 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 no. Back that truck up. Beep, beep, beep. You know that sound that trucks make? 
snake when they're backing up. We got to back this up a little bit because yes, your business coach, I, you know, at first glance, I'm going to say yes, I'll bite. Like, yes, let's say that, you know, my dear listener today needs a project manager. That is an awesome, exciting moment in time for your business, but it also has to be a moment of pause, reflection, and planning. If you haven't ever thought of your business as something that was going to have a full-time employee, if you never thought of yourself as a boss, somebody who was going to lead and manage somebody consistently and regularly on a contract basis, on a salary basis, you need to pause and update the version of yourself first. If you're not used to thinking of yourself as somebody who hires, as somebody who offers a salary as somebody who, you know, puts out benefits or anything like that, before you can draft that job description, have an interview, describe the job, figure out what you're looking for, you have to update your version of yourself that you are now somebody who runs a business that is successful enough to require a team player in addition to you. Because if you were looking at this with the same lens and from the same perspective that it's just little old you working your side hustle wah, 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 off to the side, you're not going to see yourself as somebody who's capable of hiring or leading or making such big decisions. So we have to get you ready for that. And what I want you to do is to look at your journey, look at all the decisions you've made, look at all of the things at some point in time you didn't know how to do. All the things that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I never thought I'd be somebody who could XYZ. I never thought I was going to ABC. And I want you to start to see all of the decisions you've made, all of the questions you figured out answers, all of the times you asked for help and got it, all the times someone reached out with a helping hand and you accepted it. The fact that you're somebody who reaches out to the show, and I think I've seen your name in my inbox before, so I don't think this is the first time you've reached out to the show. So you know what you don't know, and you are willing to ask for it, and you're willing to accept help. You've hired a coach to fill in some of the gaps here. So you are someone who is wholly capable of looking at the business, identifying what it needs, and going after it. But in order for this business to grow, you need to do something new. I want you to tune into your capability, update the story of yourself, and then I want you to ask yourself a question. Now that you are at this part in your business and you have identified that you want to increase your revenue, increase your reach, expand and grow the business, and you have been told and directed that in order to do that, you need to bring somebody on so you can stay in your zone of genius. Do you still want it? I don't want you running this job description, interviewing people, asking questions and reaching out because your coach told you you had to, because you were given the direction. I want you to own the decision and to own the desire because not doing it doesn't mean you don't still want it. 
Not doing it means you don't know how to do it. So the first thing that we're going to do is check in with you to make sure you still want it. Now that you know, now that like you're looking at it, do you still want growth? Do you still want to increase your income? Do you still want to increase your impact? Because if the answer is yes, then you're going to do a gut check and be like, okay, my coach has directed me that it needs a project manager. Do I have buy-in into that? Do I agree? I may be scared about it. I may be intimidated by it. But as the business owner, do I have buy-in into the fact that this is something that I need for the health of my business? I want you to choose it for yourself. Somebody directed you to the option. Somebody with more experience looked and said, this is what your business needs, but you can't be running this show. You can't be doing this because someone else told you to. You have to make sure you have buy-in because there's so many different ways to grow and expand, and you don't always need a project manager. This is your coach's way of deciding and solving the problem. I want to make sure that it becomes your solution. Once you get clear on that, once you start thinking about that, you then get to ask yourself a question. As the boss and manager of a contracted employee, as a salaried employee, however you're organizing this project manager position for yourself and your business, what kind of boss do I want to be? You heard me talk the other day of helping a business owner walk through that personal um, boundary decision. Like when, how much information do you share with your team? How much do you talk about? But there's so many different things that go into this. How do you want to hold accountability? How do you want to recognize a job well done? What are, you know, no crystal clear with clarity what your um, strengths are so that you know what the weaknesses are that you need to hire? What do you really look for in a rock solid employee. And you've said like in your letter that you've had freelancers and contractors before. So you've had people in your business and you will know from that alone, like what works, what doesn't work, what you like, what you need, what the benefits are. So I want you to get crystal clear on that so that you are driving the show in terms of what it is you think your business wants and needs in order to meet this next goal and in order to achieve this. That gets you out of the reaction displace of somebody applying, of just wanting to fill a slot in your schedule. I want you to get crystal clear on what a successful candidate will look like and what your business needs. I want you to double check that list with your job description and making sure that what you're identifying is in the job. And then as you reach out to people, as you network, and as you try to fill that position, I want you to have that list with you. And I want you to be asking questions and formulating conversations that will serve to inform whether or not the person in front of you is someone who can meet your objectives. Because if you're identifying that you're quite introverted and you need an extrovert, then you can't hire an introvert. If you're identifying that this is a really heavily detail-oriented position, you need to see concrete proof that this is somebody who pays attention to details and checks and double-checks their work. So you want to know what your wants are. You want to know what your needs are as a business owner, but also what your business needs. And then you're going to measure those candidates up against that.
And then as you hire your team member, as you bring them on, you are going to tell them, this is how I deliver expectations. This is how I assign tasks. This is how you're going to know whether or not you're doing a good job. This is when you're going to know that there's something to work on and get better at. These are how I'm going to have the conversations with you. So you tell your employee what you want them to think so that you are leading the show and you're out of that reactive seat. And it's so much easier to take action on a dream, on a wish, or on a plan when you know you're the one driving the show, when you know that you're the one implementing all of this. And so that's what we got to get you to do first before you have the conversation with the employee. The next thing that I want you to do is build in a safety net or a security plan so that you're not just going all in, handing over all the reins to this person, but you're going to do it as a trial. You're going to try it. I like to tell people to try it at least for six weeks, sometimes if you can afford to, three months, to really give somebody the, you know, an ability to set up for success. And as you're doing that, you're going to be able to identify for yourself what works, what doesn't work, what's been really helpful and efficient, what slowed things down, and then you will be able to have the conversation. And you'll have already told your employee, this is how I give feedback. This is how I check. This is how I double check. That way, the two of you are in this conversation together and you can learn from your employee. How do they best accept feedback? What do they need to hear in terms of specificity around areas to work on, etc., etc. Right now, you are creating a whole big dark gray cloud over this because the picture of this isn't clear yet. What I want you to do is draw the picture, recognize that it's going to require and call upon some flexibility and some leniency, but you get to look and measure and see how close does the interview applicant in front of me get to the perfect vision of the ideal candidate. And then you are not reacting. You're measuring it against your needs and expectations for the company. We're breaking this down into manageable steps for you so you can feel empowered the entire time. Right now, it's just this big old mountain. But if we can get you to zoom in on your next steps and then your step after that and your step after that, it gets so much easier. Um, I know it's intimidating, but when you, the next thing you're talking to me about here is, you know, your company's ability to match the salary. Well, the first thing that I would do rather than being like internally worried that you're the, what you're creating can't match the salary or that this is going to put you over your your head or whatever your fear is, I want you to look at the numbers and I want you to ask yourself, well, you know, now that I'm hiring this person to do X, Y, Z, what am I going to be able to do to increase the revenue and to bring the revenue in now that I've been freed up for this? And it's going to take my employees some time to get used to the company, to understand the working, the, you know, the, the workings of the company. So I need to have a little bit of a runway, right? Like, so that you you're not looking to recoup your losses on day one of the hire, but that you have a big sense and a big picture version for how all of this needs to go next. So if you 
control the picture and you decide for yourself what happens next, you are always running the show. And then if you don't know something, you clearly know how to ask. So then you can remind yourself of your capability. Then you can tune into your success and you can make sure that you are developing a team and a morale that's consistent with that vision you had decided for yourself. This is a lot, and you know that we're not going to cover it in a, uh, in, you know, a single podcast interview, but that's how this is going to go for you. You're just going to slow it down, you're going to take it one thing at a time, and you're going to decide for yourself what happens next. I know you've got this, and it's all going to be okay. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for writing in with your question. I invite all listeners to do the same. You can send your questions in to heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. If you're getting um, something from the show, the best thing you can do to have my back and to thank me for the content I'm putting out is to make sure you're sharing the show. Currently, you can find me over on Instagram or Facebook at heathergrayconsulting. Let people know you're listening and why you're finding value. And I really appreciate you joining me today. Thanks so much for that. Until next time. Bye for now.